You are listening to KYRS Medical Lake Spokane 88.1 and 92.3 FM, and this is Outspoken. Welcome. It's Hello. your hot mess Sunday. Again, Outspoken Boys on the airwaves, excited to be here. I almost didn't. So I'm sitting here enjoying our little intro music before I realize, mm-hmm. oh, I don't have a microphone. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I might need that. Get that in front of your face. Right. This is going to yeah. be an exciting show today. And actually, I think our uh, spotlight guest is so eager yeah, to very. be talking to the boys that he's already <laughs> talking to our producers. He's, yeah. Typically, we don't hear from our, if we have a spotlight guest, still right, right after. But we are also excited. We are to very talk to excited. Because Caswell to is in the mm-hmm. first hour. Yeah, that's going to be really exciting, guys. You I know. love Caswell. I so love working out to Caswell. He yeah. has a new album. <laughs> uh, they had a release party in New York mm-hmm. on the 2nd of October. So just a couple days ago, like three days ago, because mm-hmm. I do math like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I, actually, I listened to the album while I was working out mm-hmm. yesterday. Listen mm-hmm. to home. I will say this. First of all, I love Caswell. Yeah. Um, I'm addicted <laughs> to the selfie. Uh, I, I have no, no selfie control. Um, addicted to that song anyways, because it's just fun. And of course, love all the rice and beans, and which mm-hmm. is a great uh, song for the past uh manila luzon who we love we have talked about her many times from right. rupaul's drag race of oh, course did so the single uh, a few months back helen keller with caswell so always fun music but i will need to say mm-hmm. this it's very hard to find a song that we can play yes. on our station and <laughs> the reason why is caswell is not afraid to say anything. how <laughs> how he does anything yes exactly he's very explicit and he loves to share what he does in the bedroom like yes. a lot of hip-hop and rappers do. i'm not gonna say i mind it yeah <laughs> but i am gonna say they won't let me play it <laughs> yes yeah so no he's very not much a, uh yeah, he's an critique. openly gay mm-hmm. rapper hip-hop artist and is really amazing and i love that yeah. he is he wears his sexuality honestly there's no apology he just is and i also love that he also has a great sense of humor because no selfie control Let's face it. I I have some friends on Facebook who I think do about 15 a day. Yeah. Now, I'm not anti-selfie. I do them. I don't have time for to do that many. I don't have time to do one a day. Yeah. You're uh, busy. So busy. every once in a while you do them because they're fun. Yeah. But I love it because the song not only is fun, but it kind of pokes fun at mm-hmm. us being so narcissistic. Exactly. Um, that I well, think you in this very moment need to see how hot I know I look. Because as he says in the song, I don't have a bad side. Exactly. If I have a bad side, I ain't found it yet, as he says. Well, here's what I think in response to that song is I want to become really, really super good friends with a person who loves taking pictures and is a photographer. So I have more pictures of me that aren't selfies because I look so freaking good. And everyone needs to know. Let's just have photo shoots. Yes. You (laughs) you don't need to be famous. We'll just do it ourselves. Yeah. (laughs) We'll we'll have our own own photo shoot. I have done that. I mean... I've done it a few times in my past. I'm <laughs> not gonna lie, that's <laughs> so. a really interesting. Um, They're fun. You know, They're thing just you fun. Do, it's like it's yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. No. yeah. I just like it. I'm just no. Saying. Of course. I mean, as a you know, gay men, we love <laughs> we, looking fabulous in front of the camera. And I may be a bear, but bears are like fabulous. People. Yeah, you go, so, girl. You, you go, get it. Girl. Anyways, we do want to encourage people. So um, we after we do our uh, fun little mm-hmm. snippet about. 
Caswell and his new album, Hard to Be Fresh. Yeah. After we talk to him, we are going to get into the dish. Mm-hmm. We want to start encouraging you listening okay. out there right now to mm-hmm. share your opinions with us as we as we talk about things. Yeah. Um, there's going to be some pretty uh, interesting opinions going on and honestly, some interesting news. So absolutely yeah. call in uh, whether you agree or disagree with us. We yeah, we want to talk to you. Yeah. We want you to interact with us. You can reach mm-hmm. us on the studio line. Always at 747-3807. If you're outside of the Spokane area, it is area code 509-747-3807. After we talk to Caswell, because he's in New York, so we will be talking to him on the phone. We'll mm-hmm. clear up that line. Yeah. We encourage you uh, to call in and talk to us. Any of our friends that are listening, um, any people mm-hmm. who we haven't met yet. Mm-hmm. We want to know your opinions on what we're talking about, because Siri and I have had a very opinionated weekend thus far we <laughs> have we will uh be talking a little bit about that in in a while here but we also um have been having quite a fun time you know we we oh, go out every once in a while we do some things out in the we town try boys to on the life. town Let's yeah be honest and uh you know coming up on october 7th and that's a tuesday is going to be something we've talked about uh yeah, before. just last week we talked yeah. to uh um, s- no. The spokesperson. Spokesperson, yes, from um, <laughs> West Coast Entertainment. I don't remember yes. her name, so I'm not yes. going to say Cynthia. But Laria. Um, Liria. Liria, there it is. Sweet lady. Um, and National Geographic Live is coming to Spokane, and that... Their uh, debut They night. debut premiere... Is Tuesday. Tuesday, October 7th at 7 there at are the still, IMB. At the IMB. And there are still tickets available. Yeah. Sergey and I are going to go because, first of all, we ad- we admitted last week we are nerds. And we yes. love yeah. that kind of – we love documentaries. We love mm-hmm. what they're doing. And we love that it's interaction. The scientists who did these documentaries are going to be there to talk to people um, as they show this great film on a gigantic you know screen. So right. we're going to be there on, on Tuesday. You can still get tickets. So please uh, – Tickets West or mm-hmm. uh, go to the website for inter- what was the name <laughs> West Coast Entertainment. West Coast, yeah, West Coast Entertainment. <laughs> um, is go the there website. to get tickets for that as well. And then at the end of the month, yeah, at the end of the month, the twenty fourth, twenty fifth, and twenty sixth is Spokane PacCon. 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 Yeah. Right. Um, Pacific. We're really going to get our nerd on. Yeah. So we are going to be talking to people like Stanley. I am excited. And we will tackle William Shatner, so he says hi to us. Yes. Um, and they're going to have lots of fun classes. They, they talk are. about equality in gender equality. And so we're going to be there. That's the end of the month. You can go to that as well. So great things happening in Spokane. Absolutely. Spokane's a great city, and we love that. But We do. Um, just one thing we didn't love about Spokane, Jonathan. Uh, what happened last okay, night? So here's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> we do go out into the community and we talk about a lot of things that we love. Mm-hmm. Also, probably um, don't do things that are horrible to us because we will tell you. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll we tell go. The whole community. So we hang out on the mm-hmm. weekends. A lot of times we have work that we have to do before the show. Yeah. And so we met yesterday to kind of go over some. We try to up our interview styles. And yeah. Like that. So we do a lot of research to kind of see how we can mm-hmm. grow. As a host of a show. And then we went to dinner. And we talked. And we're like, where should we go? You know what? Feeling like Italian Yeah, food. Yeah, totally. Italian. It was on, that's what's for dinner. That's, that's what's for dinner. We're going, Italian food. We yeah. go to this restaurant. Can I tell you? <laughs> worst service. Well. <laughs> worst. No. Worst. <laughs> worst. Um, this is, this is Ferrante's on the South Hill on Regal. Yeah. So 
what Such happens is hopes. you go sit down and then you have to go to the the register to you know order your food and pay for right. food which it's, i've seen that happen but usually they have fine. a sign pay here but yeah maybe yeah. explain it to people who've never right. been there so that wasn't the huge issue so we get there we order our food we're sitting down having our great conversation like we do as always as always so we've been talking for probably 45 minutes now and wondering <laughs> and no food no no food yeah <laughs> so i was like well this is a great conversation but there's no great right. food so what's, I'm like, what's maybe going they on? forgot that we're here yeah <laughs> maybe they, they don't know how do you not know that we're here we're so right loud. We're so, oh. we even had waved it one of the, the lovely ladies through the window so yeah. she knew not to bring yeah. us water we had gotten our exactly. own water exactly and she acknowledged <laughs> they so they knew exactly. we were there we said we will sit outside <laughs> um and so i go up and uh, i say well hi we've been out there for 45 minutes we have not had our food yeah um and we're about and, to eat the table. Yeah, yeah. So what's 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 the deal with that? She asked me for my name and goes back and then comes out with the food in her hands, hands it hands to it. me, and says, "There you go." And I was like, "No oh, apology for the forty-five minute okay. wait." Yeah, <laughs> you are, kindly bring it back to our table and realize, oh wait, I don't have any silverware. So yes. you go back and get napkins and silverware, our own silverware, and then I go and get us some more water. Yes, <laughs> service <laughs> is not the number one no, priority. No, here's the thing. I get that people get busy. I also get that maybe the way it's set up there mm-hmm. is different yeah. than other restaurants. That's fine. We have never been there. We don't. We don't understand. Even if that's exactly. true, yeah. you didn't tell us that. Oh, this is you. If you want to know how to work in a restaurant, <laughs> this is where you go. <laughs> if you want to feel like you are a waiter but don't want to get hired, that's the place. <laughs> it's it's very close to being a cafeteria. Yeah, but yeah, right? very specific right? food. And and we're. Yeah, we tried. Listen, we tried really hard to be positive. We tried to be supportive. Yeah, I'm oh, sorry. absolutely. Yeah, we have been in customer service for a while. I did <laughs> yeah. it for decades. Yeah, I have very little sympathy for people who mm-hmm. can't at least. Mm-hmm. You know what you do if it's going to be forty five minutes? You check in. Exactly. You say, you say Hi, how sorry. are you doing? Oh, this is what's going on. I haven't forgotten yeah. about you. This yeah. is great. No. but no. And what was worse is there was never an apology. Yeah. Never. Not a thing. And they were just <laughs> happy and like, oh, yeah, everything's great. Your food was half an hour late. Oh. Right. What? And then it wasn't. I mean, if you're going to be half an hour late, that better be the best food I've yeah, ever eaten. Yeah. And and no. 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 That's <laughs> the thing is it felt like you worked there. Yes. And I, I'm sure the whole style was oh yeah you feel free to grab anything but it felt right. like we were at home cooking our you own didn't food. feel you want your customer to feel like they matter i certainly yeah. did not feel yeah. that way so there so, you go and honestly as we go into the future where we actually are going to be dropping in on a lot of different businesses yeah um and it is specifically just to to try things and talk about them mm-hmm. and you know mm-hmm. and uh just so everybody knows we weren't paid to be there we were yeah we no. went of our own volition as we do for yeah. a lot of these <laughs> and then we just share with you what we feel like yeah so, yeah and please 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 don't think that it's the worst place in the world even though we do but it was horrible go make your own judgment <laughs> this is our review yes, yes. <laughs> and our review is i I personally will not go back to Ferrantes. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so Ferrantes, if you're you listening, go. you know, just so you know, I mean, consider it constructive criticism. Yeah. <laughs> and you in can... the future, <laughs> you'll know that we're, when we give a review and if it's good, we're willing to go both ways. So that's pretty good. We're just yeah. giving our honest opinions. Yeah. But anyways, exactly. we were so, go. we were waiting to just complain about it because they made us so angry. <laughs> so we were like, we have a platform to talk all yes. about this. So in the future, we are going to be doing new segments. One of them is going to be the boys are going to be out on the town. We're going to be trying different things and then telling you about what you can get out in Spokane and do and enjoy because we want to be opposite than the normal Mm -hmm. 
uh, train of thought on Spokane, which is there's nothing to do here. We want to find some things to do and then tell people about it so that more of us can get involved in the community. So we're going to be doing that. Other upcoming segments that we're very excited about. Brad Crelia, who is uh, Mm -hmm. one of the founding uh, members of Hipster.com. That's right. Who's still... Although the website is no longer in existence, they have a very big social media presence. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a mover and shaker in Spokane. He's he's a really great guy doing some amazing things coming up. Um, and one of the things that he's doing is he's going to be on our show. He's going to be our political watch. Yeah, We talk about yeah. uh, having Brad on a lot in the past few weeks. Well, we are actually going to make that happen uh, mm-hmm. probably within the next few weeks. He's going to be on to be our political correspondent, tell us... Give us a little more insider view of what's going on for the LGBT community and um, having lots of exciting things that he has to talk about as well. That's going to be a new segment that's happening. Also, we're going to have Blaine Stum on. He's our eye on the city. Blaine Mm -hmm. Stum is uh, one of the councilmen on Spokane's Human Rights Commission. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. He uh, has a lot to say, a lot of opinions, and he's inside politics in Spokane. He sees what's going on around us. Um, He's going to be our eye on the city. And so he's going to be on our show uh, every now and then to talk to us about what's going on, what we need to know about, especially as we come up to general elections in yeah, a month. That's going to be um, big. So we're going to talk about that. We have our new segment that's starting once a month, uh, the inaugural segment for Straight Talk on October mm-hmm. 19th with our special guest uh, and good friend Luke Clark, who is a heterosexual Republican military yeah. <laughs> man. Um, and he's going to be on the 19th for the whole full first hour, and he's mm-hmm, going to go mm-hmm. with us through all of the hot topics that we talk about, all yeah. the segments in the dish, yeah. and give us his opinion while we give ours. And, and we're going to be doing that once a month, straight talk. Uh, in November, we have a lovely lady uh, who's very opinionated, Jenny Clark, is going mm-hmm. to be the, mm-hmm. in the straight talk segment. But start tuning in for those. Those are going to be, um, I think, a lot of fun and very enlightening as yeah. we yeah. reach across the aisle and say, what do you think about this? Exactly. You know, it's a whole different point of view. And finally... Um, there's a segment going to be started that we're very excited about. This is going to be my favorite, personally. Right? The bullhorn. The bullhorn. We had a little uh, intro to that last mm-hmm. week when I got a little passionate about my opinions on... Um, Jesus flirting. Jesus flirting. Yeah. Hashtag Jesus flirting and people who call themselves Christians and act anything but. Yeah. Um, and uh, I had a lot of opinions on that uh, that were maybe a little... Caused people to have... Opinions of their own. Heated. Yeah, heated, heated opinions. Yeah. So we are going to have a segment each week where mm-hmm. we have a bullhorn, which is either, either going to be something that Sergey picks that he needs passion about when you talk about it, something I do, something that that's just really on our minds yeah. and we want you all yeah. to to sound off on as well. That's the bullhorn. That's where we get maybe a little out of hand. Yeah. All, like to, all a little PC hot messy. leaves. We are not going to be PC. No. We are going to be very opinionated, very right. passionate. It gets a little messy. Yeah. That's which is mess. just what we like it. Hot mess Sunday. Yeah. <clears throat> for a reason. It's it's much so, more targeted right. mess. So that's what we have coming up. Uh, in just a second, we are going to have the American hip-hop artist, the American rapper, singer-songwriter. Um, I'm trying to think of all the amazing titles yeah. this man yeah. has. Um, who has who has decided he's going to call into Outspoken. His name is Caswell. We play him on our station all the time before we do that. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to listen to one of my favorite Caswell songs, which is No Selfie Control. And then when we come back, we are going to talk to the artist himself, Caswell. And that was No Selfie Control by Caswell. You are listening to KYRS Medical Lake Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM. 
and we are just about to have Caswell on the air. And he is a hip-hop and rap artist, and he is also uh, very open. New, yeah, very, very openly, openly gay. gay. So From we the are beginning. going to be and talking to him about And he has a brand new that. album. That's right. Uh, so. Hard to be fresh, which I, I feel like I have that problem a lot. Yeah. <laughs> We're so on the, the brink of being amazing. but Yes. Caswell is going to teach us. That's right. All right. Hi, Caswell. Hey, what's up? How's hey, it going? Welcome to Outspoken. We appreciate you're always mm-hmm. you're on the other side of the country from us. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, and are you guys in Los Angeles? We, you know what we wish. So you get that word out there. No, we're in Spokane, Washington. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> that's the right response. Right. Ooh is very right. Yeah, it's very it ooh. Beautiful up here in the Northwest, uh, but away from where all of this exciting <laughs> stuff is happening over in... You're in New York, is that right? I am in New York City, baby. And very busy man. I was looking at your website, and you have, basically, you you host things mm-hmm. at these clubs, like, every week. Yeah, I have a, I have a couple of residencies here right now. That's uh, amazing. You know, uh, yeah. I just DJed last night. You know, I, got, I have, uh, you know, a New York life, but I'm not boring and stuff. I'm not doing shows out, out of the city. Sure, sure. Yeah, I was noticing that, and I yeah. cried a little bit for the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, too bad we don't so, get to see you over here. But and you just recently had a uh, big release party. I believe it was on the second of October for your new album that hit called "Hard to Be Fresh," right? Yes, I did. What can you tell us about this new album? Um, it's my new album is the best album that's ever existed in the history of albums. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Uh, my music saves lives. It changes lives. It cures diseases. (laughs) I have heard that about it. Do you know what it also does? It motivates my ass in the gym, is what it does. So really, yes, it does do that. It does do that. Well, that's good. I'm actually in the gym right now. (laughs) I I took a break from working. Are you you on the treadmill talking to us? No, I'm sitting down in the lounge. <laughs> Perfect. Well, by watching <laughs> all of your by watching all of your videos, of course, as uh-huh. as most of us gay boys do, I have to say you must have to work out all the time because you put it all out there. It is not easy. Uh, I'll tell you right now, like going to the gym does not come naturally to me, and exercise doesn't really come naturally to me. I'm not one of those people that like, oh, oh my god, I missed the gym. I got to go lift weights. I got to take <laughs> yeah, my creatine. Yeah, like yeah. it's not me at all. <laughs> like to like, I mean. To get a body that looks good on a camera, especially oh. like a motion mm-hmm. picture, like a video, you <laughs> have to change your life. Like, yeah. it's not fun. Like, I'm dating someone that's 22, so yeah. he can yeah. eat, like, you know, fried, <laughs> yam fried, and right. cake. You know, I've been a vegetarian since June, yeah. and you know, I pretty exactly. much eat, like, whole foods and yeah. work out, but it, it is not <laughs> easy, and it takes time for results. So, you, I just want to be healthy, so I yeah, try to, like, yeah. you know, take my time. I think that's amazing because I'll mm-hmm. tell you, I'm a bear, so it's a okay. whole other, and I'm yeah. not a, a muscle not, bear yeah. by any means. So. He does not eat tofu you, for every meal. Do you, eat, do, you eat, do you eat bear food? I eat, stuff, yes, like. I do it all. So that's why I need your, your music in my ears when yeah. I'm on that <laughs> Stairmaster so I don't kill myself. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's, I, mean, I mean, you know, if you're a bear, you have your own sexy look going for Right, you know exactly. I, mean? like, I can't get a, Away, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I think, mm-hmm. granted, I do think it's important. I don't know what you eat, but I think it's important to just, like, take care of your heart. Like, I'm at that point now that I'm like, okay, I want to live to be yeah. 100. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't want to, you know, all my grandfathers have died. When, well, my grandfathers died when they were in their 50s. Oh, and my no, dad no, no, been no, vegetarian no. He was, like, yeah. in his late 30s, and he's, like, just turned 70 or is about to turn oh, 70 wow. or something. So it's like, I want to have, like, it's 
more about health now than yeah. aesthetics. It was a combination of both. But, you know, I have health insurance now, so I want right. to health right. <laughs> as good as my doctor, you know. So. Exactly. I think that's a big, wow, uh, uh, socially and, uh, <laughs> and healthy, responsible yeah. rapper. That's, uh, we yes. don't see that every day. But speaking of your approach... Uh, to life okay. and music, you really do. Your music really mm-hmm. does. You are unapologetic. You are very honest, and you have been from the beginning about just who you are, and uh, which is very much, of course, a mainstream hip hop thing to do. But you're also an openly gay man. Um, when you sure. started, was that your? You know, you were just like, mm-hmm. no, this is just going to be me. Or how was there even a calculated decision in that? Uh no, I mean, I mean, when I first started, I was in a rap group called More Play, and I was, a, right. you know, I rapped mm-hmm. with um, a butch lesbian, so th- there was no escaping it. You know, I couldn't right. pretend one way or the other. So there's no, uh, so it was never even an option. You know, of course, in our circle of friends, people we hung out with, mm-hmm. everyone knew we were gay. We weren't gonna go back. But I right. mean, um, I suppose that um, to answer your question, I I, I do make. You know, we are given choices, like mm-hmm. when we do things to mm-hmm. write lyrics and make videos and things like that. And um, as people might not see this, but I would actually like my music. I want my music to be for everybody, and I do want it to be mainstream. I mean, yeah. um, Ice Cream Chuck wasn't exactly, that was not planned at all, you know what I mean? But oh. I try to just be fair to the music, if that makes sense. So it's like, for instance, like, if I do a, you know, sometimes I do a video and people are like, well, how come there's no guys in this video? You know what I mean? It's <laughs> yeah, like, right, because yeah. it's not what the song is about, like, when you see the video for Dance, you got good credit, or Beyonce, right. Burger King, it's just about the comedy element of what the song mm-hmm. is about. But when I do songs like Ice Cream Shock or, you know, Rice and Beans that are about sexy guys, I'm going to rep sexy guys. So I just need to be fair to the music, and I feel like I'll always yeah. win yeah. for myself if I do that. Does that make sense? <laughs> Definitely, yeah, actually. Absolutely. It's so, integrity right there. Yeah. It's it's interesting because, um, you know, we don't see a lot of gay hip-hop artists, and we especially don't see a lot of gay hip-hop and rap artists that, you know, are so open about it. When um, Kesha became really mainstream, a big criticism, well, a big comment on her music was that she was a woman and she was so open and okay with, you know, saying, um, you know, bad words and, and being all, you know, being and, sexual. Yeah. in the way that usually male rappers are, do you think that's, you know, you have that shock value to your music that it's like you're, you're a gay man and you're so open and, you know, sexual with your music. Well, I don't, sometimes I think, well, what's shocking now, you know, especially yeah. with the internet yeah. and we see everything, but I think that people will always gravitate towards the truth and honesty. Mm-hmm. And I think to some extent that that's shocking. I mean, I don't know what Kesha's, plan was, but I mean, she's super smart. I mean, she's a certified genius, so I think that she knew mm-hmm. her demographic yeah. was going to be 18-year-old bratty kids that want to have it their way, so I think she kind of, like, <laughs> just, like, was, you know, used her personality yeah, in, yeah, in, that, yeah. in, in that respect. So, I mean, but she's a, she's a good songwriter, mm-hmm. and she knows how to write good songs, catchy tunes, and that takes her talent, and uh, that's what I like to do. Um, Okay. What was your question yeah. again? I forgot. No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know we call the show yeah. your hot mess Sunday, so no worries, you're fitting right in with us. Exactly. <laughs> What's your question again? Is exactly what we say all the time. Right. Um, but, so no, but your music. Always take a left turn. You know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, we... I, I start thinking about cash. I don't know where I am. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're also at the gym, so I'm sure you get distracted there too. Right. <laughs> no, I'm staring at the I'm staring at the pool table. Oh, so. good, good. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, but you had talked about being being uh, ex- explicit being really yeah and sexual <laughs> yeah being so your yeah. music is, so what i have to say what i said earlier in the hour was i was uh 
as I'm listening to the new album yesterday and um, mm-hmm. having a good time and actually enjoying it, one of the things I did notice, though, is because I know our producer had a little talk saying, remember, we're FCC regulated. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But which, you know, obviously most people know how to turn it on and turn it off. Um, but mm-hmm. one of the things was finding one of your songs mm-hmm. that we could yeah. play yeah. on it because you tend to be so open and honest about what we as gay men experience out in the clubs or when we're, you know, we're young and we're out there, we're sexual beings uh, on top of mm-hmm. just being regular human beings. You aren't afraid mm-hmm. to back away from that. Have you in the mainstream hip hop community, because you're not only talking about sex, but you're talking about sex with men. Mm-hmm. Have you found, well, how have you found your place in mainstream hip hop with that? Um, well, I appreciate that comment. And well, first Mainstream hip-hop can mean mm-hmm. a lot of things. Um, people don't necessarily utilize uh, a big record label or feel they need to be uh, on a big record label in order to make it anymore. But as far as like mainstream, pretty much categorically would mean that you're supported by a bunch of people with money and uh, 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 people aim to sell music to young kids and kids in high school mm-hmm. and kids that are still mm-hmm. finding their identity. And in general, those people have association issues with gay people. So therefore, right. the people with the money don't want to back up someone that's out and gay because that doesn't translate into making money and selling to those kids. Do you know what right. I mean? Right, yes. So mm-hmm. that's on that point. But on the other flip side of that, you just you were talking and you kind of reminded me. I remember I, I was actually a gig, my first gig in Portland, Oregon, and I flew oh. there and my luggage got lost. Oh. Yeah. And so I had to jump on stage and I was wearing like, you know, some wrinkly black t-shirt and mm-hmm. like sweatpants I wore on the flight and I get up and it was when All Over Your Face came out and I got on stage oh. and I was doing the song and the first time this has ever happened to me I look and there's all gay guys and they're all you know they're all like Portlandy you know yeah, like right, Barry yeah. and stuff yeah, right. and they all know the lyrics <laughs> and while they were rapping it I could tell that like I know this sounds so corny but they actually had this 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 sense of entitlement, like, oh, yeah, I am entitled to rap about the sex that I like. I am right, entitled right, to feel good right. about being gay. I, I am good about a bunch of things I can't say on the radio. Do you know what right. I mean? Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. like just having that moment, like, I remember that this totally flipped the script for me, and I was like, like, I, I felt that I had created something that was relatable to gay men that I didn't right. have before. Or maybe they did, but I didn't notice it, but I really right. felt like I had mm-hmm. created mm-hmm. something special. I know that sounds like cornball, but I really felt Not that. Not at all. And so I, I think that that's kind of like the powers. Like, you know, I might not, you know, be on Sony Records or I might not, I might not get nominated for VMA next year. But to, to create something that is relatable is priceless. And a lot of people don't get that. Even people yeah. on labels, yeah. you know, with millions, yeah. of, millions of dollars can create something that people can actually relate to. And that's like a strong, a strong force to have. You know? Well, and I totally agree with you. You know, we as uh, gay men, especially as we were growing up, you know, we have a natural draw to see reflections of ourselves in the world around us. And that, of course, is, is, is media and music mm-hmm. and movies. And then to have this part of our lives, have it's almost a sense of legitimacy. I always say feeling sexy really is a state of mind. It's not about size. It's not about it's feeling right. good in the skin you have. And I will say for your music, I'm sorry, when I'm at the gym, I look like I'm doing a lip sync number anyways. <laughs> but your music allows us to feel sexy no yeah. matter it's not yeah. about being a gym guy it's not about being a twink it's just about feeling your sexuality mm-hmm. and i think on this album especially listening to it it has a lot of those uh ways of expressing ourselves on so many levels 
Oh, good. I'm glad yeah. that that had that feel. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you work with a lot of. Okay, and we're also obsessed with RuPaul's Drag Race, which I know yeah, you we're you made an, with what? Uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. Okay. Which you made an appearance on in two thousand nine, and then you you know you have teamed up with you know Manila Luzon. Mm-hmm. You do Helen Keller, which is a great, a great single. And you, I know, I didn't realize that I was going to hear the voice of Tammy Brown when I was listening to some music the other day. You work with a lot of these drag oh, yeah. queens and make some really great music. Um, how do you choose who you work with? Um. Well, I mean. Uh, well, you mean you mean as far as and not everybody just or uh, as far everybody, as like, not uh, just drag queens. I mean, you're 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 uh, you're teaming up with different artists, uh, drag queens mm-hmm. being part of it because we we love these these uh, ladies that you're working with. But you team up with different artists all the time. What is it that gets you to team up with someone? Well, um, well, uh, there's, there's a couple different reasons. One is that you know when you're when you're gay and you do the gay circuit, you do all the gay clubs, you just after doing it for seven or eight mm-hmm. months, you pretty much know everybody, and no one's too big to reach out to. Like, we're all so closely connected in our bubble and in our circle, and that goes for, like, the RuPaul Drag Race Queens, to, yeah, you, know, yeah. the, you know, the drag queen in Columbus, Ohio, who has a weekly Friday, who I met when I went to perform. Like, we're all connected. So I feel like I'm, I'm within reach to so many gay people with, that are in the gay circuit and that do all the gay parties and the gay clubs sure. and do the gay YouTube videos. So as far as that, is concerned like i feel like i've been able to reach out you know to many people you know i wanted when i was doing a what's the piece on you mm-hmm. know sherry lily was like we should really get a yeah. Alyssa edwards involved because she really you know it's just so funny on that show and she says that so i reached out she was like yeah of course so i did it with her and nice. manila actually texted me once that we should do a song and i was like yeah yeah, yeah. and i that, that i i it took me like a year to do that song because I started off like hip hop and then I moved to dance. And I wanted to yeah. be perfect and <laughs> right. I love that song. But you know, so that's what as far mm-hmm. as like gay mm-hmm. people it goes, that's mm-hmm. them. But then I'm on a label and right. that you know they have a lot of producers on their umbrella and they're you know they're they're spent a lot of beats and you know um, Peace Biscuit is very connected with yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Billboard dance yeah. charts and the dance community and you know people and people that make remixes for the charts and things like that. So therefore, I'm like spent work and you know I'm able to like throw out like a like a scratch vocal for things and, and, and demo things. So, mm-hmm, for instance, mm-hmm. you know, if a Yellow Claw has a beat and they send it to me, then I can try it on that. Or, you know, um, like Luciana might not know me, but she right. probably knows you know, new, like, people. Yeah, but she didn't yeah. know me, but, you know, she's connected with other people in the dance world that my la- label's connected to, so I get to work with them. So it's a bit of really mm-hmm, good mm-hmm. marriage from the beginning with my record label, especially when I first started, because they're the ones that connected me with West End Records, which was, you know, a very prestigious disco label yeah. so then when i did my first ep i had access to all of their disco samples which yeah. is a blessing like who gets that right yeah that's amazing it's just it's, i probably just gave you too much information but not at all it's like you're connected perfect. through yeah. your the bloodline is like family through mm-hmm. artistic people basically exactly you yeah know, you all hook up to right. do to do your art and all connected through you know the same scene and the same the love of music really that's amazing yeah and we're all, you know, we're yeah. all willing to piggyback on each other in some way, shape, or right. form for right. exposure if we love the music, you know? Yeah, exactly. So thank you for coming on. And as we wrap up here, um, just a really quick question. Where can we get your music, you know, for now those of us? Now that it's just open. Yeah, it's just released. And those of us that want to go get it, go listen to that amazing uh, album Yeah, that how do have. they get it? Other than iTunes, which I know that's where I yeah, got it. But. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, well, it's also on Spotify. Okay. I think you can get it yeah. anywhere that music is sold, and the mm-hmm. keyword is 
sold because yes. you buy it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The more you buy my music, the more I have money to make more music. So exactly. I really appreciate people buy it. Yeah. And you know, let me know. Let me know what songs you like on it because I'm always looking to find out what songs to perform live and what songs to uh, um, to uh, to make a new video for sure. and stuff like sure. that. So right. I like it, I like the feedback whether they love it or hate it. But I like it more when they tell me that they love it. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> of course. Exactly. And Naturally. when they listen to it, like anyone that we want to support, if we want them to make yeah. more, yeah. Uh, it's very key what you just said, which is go buy it because that's how we support the artists yeah. we love. Yeah. Spend a little yeah, money. Totally. Yeah, and we yeah, definitely exactly. support mm-hmm. you here, and mm-hmm. I can speak for the bear part of the community to say that uh, we love your music, too. So, I mean, you definitely yeah. <laughs> are out there for everyone. We do have one one question, one request of Caswell, because we love you here a lot on KYRS. Would you mind, if I say this little sentence, would you mind repeating it back, which is, this is Caswell, you're listening to Outspoken on KYRS. K-Y-R-S? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is Caswell, and you're listening to Outspoken on KYRS. You are That's amazing, awesome. sir. Thank you so much for being <laughs> on the show. Awesome. Um, we were telling our Thank producer you. that in the future, we want you on our on our, our long interview segment. We have lots to talk about with you. But right oh my now... God, yeah. I wish this was a long one. I know. Yeah. I know. We're like, well, if we can only get him for his new album, then the requirement is we have to get him for <laughs> the second yeah. hour. Yeah. So yeah. we plan to talk to you again, and somehow we will convince you to make a trip to Spokane. <laughs> yeah, I'm down. Right? I'm we'll down. Have you, you and, then, and then you we'll get you a show, but you have to sing to you have to sing No Selfie Control while I'm standing yeah, right in the front. <laughs> yeah, please dedicate yeah, Jonathan it. wants. Yeah. <laughs> Jonathan loves it. <laughs> Caswell, we wish you all the best with the new album. Oh, we're going to tell so we're going to play some of it today and we're going to tell everybody to go support you. Thank you so much for taking time to be on Outspoken. Uh, thanks for having me. And make sure let's tweet it too, like when it comes out. Uh, you, or tweet it so I can retweet it. So. Yes, we tweet okay, all yeah, the time. Yeah. So you got it. We'll do it. We'll do it today. All right, okay. all right baby. I'll talk to you guys later. Okay. Thank you. Bye. 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 That was Caswell. He's an American hip hop rapper, openly gay man. Mm-hmm. Just has the new album hitting uh, the shelves, hitting iTunes. It's Hard dropping. To be fresh. It's dropping. Yeah. The album dropped on the second. He loves to say that. Um, and I should have said it to him because he's a rapper, so I should have like pretended. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, you so know the lingo. So your album dropped on the second, and then I say I sound like I'm trying to have an accent, <laughs> yeah, so no, yeah. that didn't work out well. Please, yeah, if you were in the studio and saw what he just did with his hands, it would have been great. It was on borderline jazz hands, but they were like diving into a pool. <laughs> exactly. Jazz. So we're going to take a quick yeah. break. We're going to come back. We're going to come down <laughs> off the high of talking to Caswell. Uh, we're going to come back afterwards and get into the dish. For mm-hmm. now, we are going to listen to Caswell singing Ice Cream Truck. Ice Cream His Truck. His good uh, popular songs. You are listening to Outspoken on KYRS, Medical Lake, Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM. That was Caswell with Ice Cream Truck. Ice we just cream. had him on. Mm-hmm. So how very surreal. Yeah, he was just on the airwaves. Remember, he does have his new album, Hard to Be Fresh. It is available at iTunes. You can get it on Spotify, uh, lots of different places. Go support these musicians if you love them. Give them money so they can continue to do what we love. And side note. Um, we had a one. We had a, a fan stop a into fan. the studio. Yeah, uh, she is a lovely. She get in yeah, who let her in? Who let no, her she's in? a but lovely awesome. lady, and yeah. she wanted us to know that she is a mother of a gay son who mm-hmm. just had a civil union with his partner, which is very exciting. So, congratulations to them. And um, 
she enjoys listening to our show, and she said I was crazy. And honestly, that's the best ever. Yeah. <laughs> you are crazy. You're the one that goes, She's over crazy. here. We can see her through the window, and she's smiling. She called. All I have to say is that's the best compliment because she, she – I love – she's an ally. You know, not only is her son gay, but she's an ally to gay people because she supports us, and she recognizes crazy when she sees it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that, to me, is a sincere compliment. <laughs> and that's awesome. I love that we have these fans and – Parents. The parents, parents. Of, of gay children and, are listening in, and they love that. That's yeah, and amazing. And she was great because mm-hmm. – and we try to encourage everybody when we want you to call in and yeah. stuff because we listen to your suggestions. And she had some suggestions on future shows that we're actually going to talk about because those things inspire my my brain when they happen. And um, already, as she's telling us yeah. these suggestions, I'm thinking of ways we can incorporate okay. it into the show. Save those, and we'll talk right. later. Yeah. yeah. So that's really exciting. Now – as we don't have a lot of time before we get into the main, the meat of the show, in the second hour, mm-hmm. we are going to be speaking with, I have to move papers, we're going to be speaking with uh, Mara Kiesling. She's the executive director of Na- the National Center for Transgender Equality in our second hour. Um, yeah. But before then, we want to thank everybody who does support our show. That's right. And this is your uh, weekly outspoken um Reminder that Outspoken receives support from Rick Singer Photography at 415 and a half West Main Avenue in downtown Spokane, offering natural light portraits, passport and visa pictures, copy and restoration of old pictures, and private instruction. There's more information at 838-3333 and online at ricksingerphotography.com. Thank you for your support. Thank Remember, you, just thank like you, Caswell Rick was talking about, if you uh, love something and you want to support it, sometimes it takes... You know, getting involved, and sometimes that means a little bit of money. Sometimes that means a little bit of volunteer. Yeah, um, all yeah. of it. We uh, we appreciate everybody mm-hmm. who helps us out and KYRS. That's what KYRS is That's all what based we're here on. For mm-hmm. so we have, we're getting into the dish. We are, and at the top of the dish, your favorite thing and our favorite thing, the crazy bee. Yes, the crazy bee award. You know, every week, you know, either someone sends in a nomination, or mm-hmm. we're scouring the internet like we do all through the week, and we find someone. And yeah. sometimes, you don't know if you're going to find one. And then all of a sudden, something is just presented yes, to you, it's gold. and you are like, are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> are you serious right now? Well, we found our crazy bee. We found the perfect crazy bee, crazy, let's just say. Yes. It's so crazy that you can't not talk about it. Yeah, and this, you know, it, I'm sorry. This just These kinds of things yeah. make me mad. Radio host Rick Wiles um, has a, a Christian right. Uh, radio show. Yeah. And he stated this week that Ebola could solve America's problems with atheism, homosexuality, sexual promiscuity, pornography, and abortion. And that President Obama could spread the Ebola via vaccine so that he could declare martial law. So let's talk about conspiracy (laughs) theories and how valid they really are. So let's talk about not having any facts, but stating an (laughs) insane opinion. Yeah. Calling it fact. Yeah. And and somehow that's okay. Yeah, and let's talk about prejudice. <laughs> Honestly. Blatant. Blatantly out prejudice. There. Yep. So he has this national mm-hmm. radio show. I, now, I listen to the snippets where he says it. I mean, yeah. he's yeah. very convicted that I, this is. Absolutely. He's passionate about this being truth. You know, we talked about it last week. People who mm-hmm. state a claim based on a belief system but not based on fact. I. Yeah don't want to take away from you the right that you should have the right to believe how you believe mm-hmm. but you don't 
get to try to go out there and tell people lies in order to make them against yeah. me in some yeah. way. And you don't get to try to influence legislature. You don't get to try to influence mm-hmm. laws mm-hmm. based on things that are not based. In fact, they're based in a belief system. Exactly. Two, two different things. Right. And, and that's what this guy is doing. Exactly what he's doing. And he's basically saying that God sent Ebola as a punishment for the sins we've caused. And last I checked, that's a very, very medieval and yes. very, very prehistoric way of thinking. Isn't that it? weather and disease are caused by something divine as a punishment right. for something we did. And here's the thing. We talked last week. I get it. Now, yeah. this is the sad thing. You know what? Christians out there, especially the right wing Christians, are, Christians are yeah. talking about how they're getting a bad rap, and I am one hundred percent behind you on that because the good Christians, yeah, are being spoken for by these crazy bees, exactly. by these people being exactly. being very extremists. But here's the thing: then stand up and say this isn't you. Mm-hmm. There is a whole movement, a very political movement called the Christian right, that yes. does make. Their platform is based on things that are very – they're saying it's in the name of you being able to believe how you believe. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with that. But that's not what they're doing. Exactly. They are shoving their beliefs into everyone else's lives because that's how they do it. It's because their prejudice. Because they, they see something wrong with yeah. you, and because it makes them uncomfortable that your path doesn't look like theirs, yeah. they play dirty. So there mm-hmm. is a difference, again, between yeah. – a Christian, I know many wonderful Christians, amazing, Christians. and these loud mouths who mm-hmm. I think, like I called last week, is a different movement, and it's the Christian arrogant. Yeah, you yeah. know, arrogant Christians are a totally different thing. And this is what this guy is. He gets the crazy bee mm-hmm. award because he's spouting hatred and calling it fact. Yeah. And yeah. getting other people to listen to him. You don't get you don't get to do that. And to tie the president into all of this right, by what? saying he's going to declare martial law because he's spreading the vaccine, the virus via vaccine. Now, that's just absurd. <laughs> yeah. So he can <laughs> declare martial law. And it's like he's saying it no. in the same yeah. interview. And I'm sitting there thinking, well, this what? I don't yeah. understand how this all kind of ties together. Exactly. Because, and shouldn't he, since he says Ebola, apparently is going to cleanse us, then why is he mad if he thinks Obama's going to help spread it? Yeah. I mean, because he thinks it's great. Here's the other thing. Very disrespectful Mm -hmm. to the people who have the virus. Exactly. Who are fighting to live. Well, and the people over there fighting for the the vaccine of the virus and right. getting infected by doing so are almost all Christians because they are right. you know, the it, Doctors Without Borders. They are the organizations yes. over there. There are that news are helping people them. who have been over there, yeah. cameramen and people getting it as well. Here's the thing. Yeah. A virus uh, doesn't care. Yeah. Doesn't care the color of yep. your skin, doesn't care about your sexuality. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the same kind of uh, arguments that were made when HIV first became so public. Um, yeah. And it's it's damaging and it's irresponsible to go out and start saying things like this yeah. about a disease. Yeah. Everybody needs help who has this disease. There's nothing good about getting sick and dying. Mm-hmm. None of it. And this man, I'm sorry, should be ashamed. Absolutely. Ashamed of himself. Absolutely. And don't hide behind the name of God. Yeah, don't you the- dare paint God to mm-hmm. be mm-hmm. what you want him to be instead of love, which is what it's supposed to be about. Exactly. Talk exactly. about bullhorn. There you go. Yeah, this this is a very interesting topic that we'll both right? hold which, back on exploding. Which people could call in if they wanted to say something. Yeah, I'm absolutely. That number is 747-3807. Area code 509 if you're not in the area. But that's what I think about yeah. people like this. I don't... 
Here's the thing. I declared it on last week's show, and mm-hmm. I still mean it. I'm ti- I'm I'm no. I'm tired of being tolerant and patient. Yeah. I'm yeah. done. I'm yeah. done. I'm just going to be annoying and loud yeah. and not <laughs> shut up because I'm tired of having to smile and be thankful for what I mm-hmm. do. You know what? Mm-hmm. I'm thrilled that I live in a state that has given me so many rights. Absolutely. But I don't accept yeah. that everybody else isn't also there. And I don't yeah. accept that yeah. on a global level we don't have it everywhere i'm not accepting on a global level we are so far behind and we cannot keep supporting that um and what what's to say that we can't fight using their methods they're not sitting there smiling saying oh yeah everything's fine we kind of just disagree no no no, they're fighting yeah there is a there's a um, song by nina simone that i will be playing on a future show um, that talks about the frustration the civil mm-hmm. rights movement had mm-hmm. with saying if they just played nice, they just have to go slow, they're going to get there. Well, there comes a point when, as a people, I think we're done. Yeah. Um, yeah. And speaking of which, we've, who isn't on hashtag Supremes Watch? That's we're right. watching the Supreme Court. That's right. We talked about it last Court. week. Monday was their first closed-door session. They're yeah. starting to plan their docket for the year. Yeah. We were not mentioned. No, we were not. And that was a really big topic of conversation right. for what was going to be on the docket and well, hopefully it's good, and it's good and it doesn't mean bad things to not be mentioned yeah. Yeah. means there isn't a decision exactly which means there's still a chance yeah because they could have come out and just yeah. said no you know what we decided no yeah that's what we decided yeah they didn't it means at any moment we could hear yes or no and at any moment we can hear when what it means is mm-hmm. they're not they're not sure yet yeah well i I think it's it's perfect to say what Ruth Bader Ginsburg said is that they're waiting for a more controversial um, case to come up because right. I mean this is the case that has been seen in in over forty states now yeah. and only two of those states have uphold, upheld um, the, the ban. ban and so I mean and they're waiting you know there is the Fifth Circuit is yeah. a very wild card we don't know what's going to yeah. be they we have some really, pretty conservative judges there. you know and so yeah what she was saying is if the states are already one by one choosing exactly. it on their own maybe we don't get involved and we let it naturally happen yeah. yeah um but if it starts going the other way then she does feel like it's the Supreme Court's job to it step is. in it and is. listen i personally say why wait <laughs> Yeah, I say yeah. I get it. Why are we waiting for it to go wrong? Why don't we just make sure it doesn't? But of course, just because it goes to the mm-hmm. Supreme Court mm-hmm. does not mean that it's a win for us. Yeah, it means we have a shot at a law of the land. But yeah. the Supreme Court justices have to talk about it and agree. And let's just say Scalia is probably not going to be a cheerleader for no. us. No, no, he's he's, he's definitely vocal. not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes not because when uh, we ask him, "Hey, when 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 is it going to be on the docket?" He says, "I know, but I won't tell you." Right? Which Great. is a little like suspense. Uh, it's a little middle finger. It is very mm-hmm. middle finger. Yeah. He is notoriously anti-LGBT rights. Yep. He has, in many interviews, discussed how he grew up Catholic, and he feels like that informs his decision, and it tells him that it's yes. wrong. Yes. Which right away tells me you're a Supreme Court justice. Yeah. I know we're not good at separating church and state, but shouldn't yeah. you be better at it than we are? Exactly. And because <laughs> you didn't separate <laughs> nothing. Yeah, you are very church and state in one pocket. Um, right. And the thing is, judges already have to be. Not Nonpartisan because they can't, they cannot vote based on party lines. They, they can't do Republican. They can't make Democrat. decisions they on can't that. Do, yeah. but they do. You know, can vote their conscience and everything. Exactly. And for him, his conscience is very much informed by his upbringing in the right. Catholic Church. Right. But I. But it isn't a separation of church and state. No. In the end, he has a right on a personal level to personally uh, believe that it doesn't mm-hmm. jive with mm-hmm. his belief system. But. 
as the separation of church and state comes in, you can't make a judgment that's affecting the yeah. rights yeah. of a, a group of people yeah. with that. You can't. Those two. That's where exactly. it gets murky. Exactly. That I don't think you have a right to do you it. You can't substitute the Constitution with the Bible and yes. your upbringing. Yes. And that's and what he's he doing. he actually says in many interviews yeah. that he can. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> so and so he was doing a speech at a university. Mm-hmm. I think it was University of Colorado. I apologize for not knowing specifically which one it was. But he it was, was asked. It was that's when he was asked. Mm-hmm. Like you just said, he yeah. was asked. Yeah. When is it going to be on the docket? And he sheepishly, with a little smile, said, I know, but I'm not going to tell you. And to dodge questions like that is I think that's so shady. It is shady. That's all I have to say. That nail it. That it is shady. And I think, you know, we already know that the sad part is Mm -hmm. we already know that he's pretty much 100% not going to. Well, of course. He's going to try to uphold the bans if it goes to the, the Supreme Court. Yeah. But we know Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She's our girl. She's in there, and she. I really have a lot of faith that she's going to, if it comes yeah, to them, she's yeah. going to be on our side. And I personally think Outspoken needs to create an event, and we're going to get a big ring in the middle yeah. of, like, <laughs> River Park Square. And we're going to put Ruth Bader Ginsburg on one corner and then Judge Scalia on the other corner, and we're just going to sell tickets and have them duke it out. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sorry, she may be almost 90, yeah. but I think she'll Well, win. she's not going to quit fighting. <laughs> no, she's going to beat him down. Yeah, exactly. And it's so nice to know she's on our side. It, yeah. yeah. So we've been on it. Hashtag Supremes Watch. Um, we're watching them closely. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. you you know have things to say about it, and or you want it, you can always comment on our page or tweet at hashtag Supremes Watch. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, maybe you'll see something before we do in the week. Um, but everybody Absolutely. watch really closely. I think it's you know I'm ready to have yeah. a vigil. And, and they can <laughs> always put it put it on and decide to take the case here in the next couple and months. They have you know? five cases to choose from. Yeah. They really so, do. Oklahoma really has do. a really strong case. I'm kind of just because it's my hometown. Yeah, right your there. hometown. Um, but lots of things. So we're watching yeah. them closely. Yeah. We're going to talk about them every week. And if they do choose to put it on the docket, we're going to have a fun little um, poignant, I guess, yeah. civil rights <laughs> show right yeah. before they do that. And we're going to talk about the fight because I think it's very important if they take this on that we we be, be very vigilant and we watch and we. You know, uh, well, this, yeah, this is the big one. I know it's a it's a big deal test, though. But you know, because we to prove that we are in this, we are not all conversation in this country where we talk like adults, you know, and have (laughs) and can be like the Supreme Court and make decisions based on our wisdom. Yeah, Uh, we have a Louisiana church. (laughs) That chooses perfect introduction, isn't it? Right there, crazy. Um, They choose. Yeah, they choose to not have their AA classes. Alcoholics Anonymous. Yeah. Um, they evicted them from the church. They evicted them because they say if they have them, uh, <laughs> if they have that class there, uh, the group there, then they will have to marry gays. And I they love are, that they connect these yeah. <laughs> these broad. Yes. They're yes. like, well, it logically follows that well, if we allow AA to be at our church, I mean, then tomorrow we're going to be have to be forced to perform exactly. Gay and they, you That's, know, they're really good at blaming it on the gays. Ebola, gays, gays. AIDS, gays. I mean, I remember all when of we these were, things. We were blamed for hurricanes, and I remember yeah, for, absolutely for the weather change. I hey, and I remember, I remember being years. at the council meeting where we decided for hurricanes, right? and I know. we voted yes. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, so it's that's our what fault. Happens. And this is um, what I have to say for people who believe <laughs> that we have that much power. Maybe don't take us off. Maybe yeah, <laughs> yeah. We don't. But if you think we do, I'm thinking you don't want to mess with those people. <laughs> but yeah. this is the logic. Uh, wait, I use air quotes on that because yes, logic. It's crazy. It's not very logical. Um, yeah, it's 
Here's the logic. They're saying because of the laws mm-hmm. that are going around the country that say, you know, like a lot of the, there's a lot of bakeries and places that have to, if they are, they're doing business within the public sector. Yes. They yes. cannot discriminate. So yeah. if a gay couple comes yeah. to you and they want to order a cake for their wedding, well, you're in the operating in the public sector. So you yeah. can't say yes to the heterosexual couple yeah. and no to the gay couple because it would be, I mean, comparative to, yeah. Civil rights days yeah. where you said yes to the white people and no to the black people. It's so, very similar there. Very I see what you're saying. Right? The connection is made. Right? Like, wow. See, it, it landed. Yeah. Right? To so, those of you that can't make that connection, call right. us. We'll help. Right? So the church is saying, mm-hmm. well, if they can force businesses that yeah. are operating yeah. in the public sector to do this, well, AA is a public organization. So exactly. therefore, if I allow a public organization like AA, in our church doors, then that means the government's going to come in and force me to have to marry gay people. The logic is very muddy. Very, very muddy. It doesn't work like that. (laughs) It really doesn't. And the thing is, legally, the government and the law cannot force a church to marry anyone. No. Is the thing. There is where you stated earlier. That's where the the separation of church and state actually works. (laughs) Yeah, that's where it exists. It doesn't exist anywhere else. For once. But it exists there. Yeah. Well, and when they don't pay taxes, that's another place it exists. So, (laughs) really, in your benefit. Yes. They want their cake and eat it, too, and they want to, you know, buy it from that company downtown that won't sell to the gays. Yeah. This this is the thing. The logic isn't sound. Yeah. They are, you know, it... All over our country, a lot of uh, AA mm-hmm. groups find homes in churches. Um, yeah, they open yeah. their doors. It's a beautiful thing. I, I've you know been member of many churches that have allowed that, and I think it's great. And then some AA mm-hmm. groups choose not to be in churches. Not once have I ever seen that fact force a church to do something that is against its belief system. Yeah, and yet every day when I turn around, a a quote unquote church organization is trying to force me to change my life. Yeah. Yeah. This is where you need to look at. It's yet a, another thing where a, a person in the name of God is stating facts that have no basis in facts, but calling it that. Mm-hmm. And it's, mm-hmm. they just hurt a whole mm-hmm. group of people because of that. Now I have no, no doubt that good people somewhere are going to give them a place they can call home to have their meetings. Absolutely. But yeah. how dare you be that crazy yeah well how christian of you to say right, no right. we're not going to help you because uh, we might <gasps> do something we don't really want to <laughs> right oh so okay. and i'm sorry okay. when i was you yeah. know i don't think yep. i would ever get married in that church anyway no. so thank you i don't want the pastor exactly and that's and that's the thing is these churches don't even have to worry because if they are opposing gay people the gay people will not want to come and get married no. in your church and no one's forcing you to no one you do have that protection yes of that yes now stop trying to take away my protection Exactly. You know, and stop taking away people who have nothing to do with us being gay yeah. because you're so afraid. You know, thank you. Thank you. It's all I'm saying. Um, <laughs> Equal. Right. We Equal. talk about a lot of crazy stuff on here. Yeah. There's something else. <laughs> no, I actually really like this story. This is, this a, is a fun story. Yeah. Actually, out of the of... crazy things mm-hmm. we talk about. Um, so thousands of police protect a pride march in Serbia. Yeah. Didn't think you'd see that happen in Belgrade, did you? Yeah, exactly. So Serbia is very conservative. Very. And so to see an LGBT or a pride parade happen there, an LGBT event, and for it to be protected by thousands of policemen is really not something we expected. But no, now, especially because in 2010, yeah. when they had their last pride parade, there was a lot of a violence. Lot, a lot of with violence. With groups that disagreed. Yeah. Um, 
a lot of violence at the parade. And so Serbia's government, the way they approach yeah. that is then they banned pride parades. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so they haven't had one since. Not the violence? Oh. Mm-hmm. oh. So this time they have a pride parade again. Yeah. And to show that they yeah. are accepting of all their people, they choose to protect the pride parade. Yes. By sending in yes. thousands of troops dressed as stormtroopers. Yeah. <laughs> Which we... Which we kind of think is about. cool. Yeah. Um, Star Wars. To mm-hmm. protect these groups. But, now, yeah. which I think is and great. I don't want to take away the greatness. Yeah, but why, the, moto- why the motivation there is is very interesting and um, kind of shady. So right? what they want to do mm. is they want to be part of the UN and to be part of the U... Not the, UN, the, the European the, Union, my the bad. The European Union. Yeah, the EU. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be part of that, they really can't have a whole lot of violence against humans... Yeah, um, no, there can be not hum- no, human no human rights vi- violation. Yeah, no human rights violation. The HRC um, for the EU will be on them. Yeah. And, and you can't you And can't they have that. know you that on the that. EU, in order for them to get their official membership, yeah. they know that they can have none of these violations. And they must, yeah. because they have a history mm-hmm. of uh, violence exactly. when it comes to especially the LGBT community, yeah. they know that they somehow have to clean up their PR and they need to look better. So, and so... So yeah. they decided, you know what? You know that Pride Parade we banned <laughs> for for years because we didn't want to deal with it? No, you know what? We're we gonna are so cool. It. We're yeah. going to put one on and we're going to protect oh. them to show the EU yeah. that we care. So here's the thing. It's great that they were able to have mm-hmm. it, and I honestly hope that they do. And I hope that the, there's motivation mm-hmm. enough that if they are part of the EU, that they will need to continue yeah. to support yeah. all of their people because they can be booted from the EU. It's not right. like once their their membership is approved that it never goes away. Exactly. But exactly. it just seems a little weird. It is weird. And I think, as most situations, you can't really take things out of context. And this is one right. of those things where the context is very important. Yeah. Yes, they had... A pride parade, and uh, on the surface that may look, oh wow, they are they're a great country, but also they had a pride parade that lasted only a, a few hundred meters. Yeah, it was <laughs> basically two city blocks. Yeah. They had a very small group. They had yeah. I think and it was, was around violence, fifty people, but they kept it under control exactly. because they had police people there, and they had a thousand police people. How for three yeah. blocks, a thousand police people? I think that could be filled with the police people and I'm pretty to protect much them. That says to me, oh, this is a problem in yeah. Serbia. Yeah. So, Belgrade, maybe you don't have it all together. No, they do not. So so they put on a fake is what yeah. it seems like. That's what it feels it's like. It's a demonstration. Yeah. So as much as I want to support and say, you yeah. go, the gay people in Belgrade, I am thrilled Absolutely. that you were able to 100%. have pride. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be stupid and think that, okay, now I can trust Belgrade and I can yeah. trust Serbia. Yeah. You know, so I is that enough? Like, if you want your membership to the EU, is this enough? Um, exactly. And I don't know if it. I, I don't know if it is. I don't think it is. Right? I don't think that that will get them in there. And no. I honestly don't think that uh, something this easy and simple will get you in there. You're going to have to do a lot. I think a lot there of needs work. to be more. You don't get to put on a show and yeah. fake it yeah. and then think it's all good. But it's not our decision. It'll be it, interesting yeah. to see how mm-hmm. the EU mm-hmm. reacts to it politically. Uh, the the typical political response would be that's good enough. Um, but I, <laughs> yeah. I, so let's see how serious they are. I think, I so, think we'll have to watch that. Dear Sergey, do you think we have time for one last crazy story? 
I think if we quickly talk about okay. it, I yeah, think and we this can is do doesn't it. is not worthy of a lot of our time. Yeah, um, let's mention it. Let's l- mention. We're going to mention there were two t- the TV hosts, the twins that had on HGTV. They were going mm-hmm. to have on a flipping show. Mm-hmm. It was called Flip It Forward, um, and they notoriously were fired because they have a lot of connection to a lot of anti-gay groups. Yes, out there, yeah. and so HGTV fired them and so since that happened i think that was last year or maybe mm-hmm. the beginning of this year mm-hmm. um they of course have gone on the victim tour and to tell people about oh woe is them they are being uh you know crucified for their beliefs they they do like yeah. to yeah. compare themselves to jesus on the cross they they say they <laughs> understand i'm like really um but not only do they like uh-huh. to compare uh-huh. themselves to jesus on the cross uh in a recent uh public yeah. Speech given at the yep. value, voter values, uh, the voter values VV conference. Yeah, see, um, they did a speech where they also compared themselves to being being as if ISIS, you know, is going around doing yeah. these horrible atrocities yeah. and beheading people. This is like America is beheading them. Yes, and no, we no. talked about completely, respect earlier. Completely not that. And also, what is happening in ISIS is not. A punishment from God. What is happening here is not a punishment from God, and we are yeah. not taking away your religious freedom. No, at and how all. how dare you compare? Yeah, you getting your TV show canceled. Yeah, <laughs> to people, <laughs> innocent people. Yeah, being beheaded by an absolutely atrocious organization. You cannot. You cannot compare your pain to the pain of those families. And as I yeah. said, you know, go sell crazy somewhere else. We're all full up here. We are. We have enough. Um, and that makes me sick. And yeah. these are the things that I'm saying, mm, nope, I don't have, you know, I'm done with it. Yeah. I, I don't, we, I'm not we don't have time polite. for that. I'm not going to be polite about it. It's, no. it's pretty crazy. Yeah. But so that is your uh, crazy dish uh, for this, uh, this week's version of um, Outspoken. But yeah. we are version. about to talk episode, to, maybe. I know, this episode. We're about mm-hmm. to talk to Mara Kiesling, who is the founding executive director of National Center for Transgender Equality out of D.C. Um, but before we do that, we're going to take a brief break. Um, and a really quick, exciting note is we are going, we have been chosen by, you know, a lot of people who get to do this, but yeah. we're excited. Yep. Mary we're Lambert, one of the few. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mary Lambert, who we adore, we are releasing a review of her brand new album that isn't even out in the stores yet. That's right. Um, it doesn't drop until October 14th. <laughs> this week, um, we uh-huh. have been able in our studio mm-hmm. to listen to the entire album. We are releasing our review of it this week. And next week, we're going to be talking. It's going to be Mary Lambert music all through it. Um, and you can read our review, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So we're really excited. So we support Mary Lambert. I love that she's an out lesbian artist. She's on a major lo- label, Capitol Records. Yeah. And uh, yeah. in pre-celebration of this, we are going to play one of the songs from that album. Um, Sergey, which one are we going to play? Um, I believe we're going to play So Far Away, and this is on her new album, Heart on My Sleeve. Uh, listen to Outspoken on KYRS. Welcome back. That was Logan Lynn from last week's show, uh, the artist himself saying to listen to us. Uh, you are listening to Outspoken on KYRS Medical Lake Spokane. That is 88.1 and 92.3 FM. Welcome to the second hour of the show. We are just about to welcome our, uh, we're very excited actually. Very, yeah. We are about to talk to Mara Kiesling, who will tell me if I said her name right soon. Mara Kiesling is the founding executive director of the National Center for Transgender Equality, mm-hmm. which is a national 
social justice organization devoted to ending discrimination and violence against transgender people. Mara, you are on Outspoken. Hello, are you there? I sure am. Hi. Hi. And uh, first, we're going to start with an easy question. Tell me if I said your name right. Is it Mara? It is Mara, correct. Oh, I never get people's names right. Yeah, Jonathan (laughs) has a very hard time with that. (laughs) I do. Thank you so much for joining us. Now, are you out of D.C.? Uh, I am out of D.C. and in D.C. Awesome. We're excited. We've been talking a lot on our show. We're very much about educating ourselves. Um, and especially, mm-hmm. yeah. we've been on this thing of educating ourselves about the letters in our moniker as the LGBTQIA, you know, all yeah. of the letters there. And so it's been months in the waiting for us as we've been hoping that um, we would talk to someone from the, the uh, National Center for Transgender Equality. So we welcome you being here. And we want to start by asking where it all began. I know mm-hmm. it was founded in 2003. Can you give us kind of the story of, of how it all kind of came to be? Uh, sure. So, um, you know, there were folks, so we were still at the point in the LGBT movement where trans people were being excluded. Mm-hmm. Um, it really was a yeah. gay rights movement. Yes. And there were trans people all over the country who were, who were engaging in lots of different ways to try to make it a true LGBT movement. And one of the areas in which people were very concerned was around the federal legislation at the time, the hate crimes bill and ENDA. Right. Mm-hmm. And we felt that there, the trans people weren't properly being represented right, yeah, in the conversation yeah. um, by the, what were the gay rights groups. Right. And so we all got together and decided we needed a voice in Washington. It was a, a trans voice, a consistent, clear voice. And, uh, um, I got picked to lead it because I had the number one qualification, which is I was available. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> well, and you, you do have some uh, pretty impressive credentials, though. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, So humble. So I'm sure humble. you don't have to have credentials to start a movement and do what's right for equality. Yeah, because you've been working. You are the founding director. You've been working hard from the very beginning as the organization started, but I'm sure all your life towards us. Do you feel, what do you feel like the biggest accomplishments thus far have been? Mm-hmm. Well, I think the biggest accomplishments are not the, not the specific policy wins, but rather um, the, the ability to create the power. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, we, trans people now have, now have power and now have voice in Washington. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And we just simply did not before. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and that's a big deal. Now, you mentioned something that, that we talk about here a lot, but you mentioned that there is there there was this big difference that people, mm-hmm. you know, lumped into the same LGBT and yet there was this silent T where we there wasn't a movement giving voice to a very important part of what we would consider part of this our same movement, but it really wasn't. Have you felt yeah. there has been has it gotten better has the do you feel like the groups work better together than mm-hmm. than in the mm-hmm. beginning or is there still friction well you know there'll they'll always be friction it's the movement yeah 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 you know so um you know there are always going to be people in the movement and and people on the sidelines who disagree with tactics or strategies or individuals right. 
Um, right. So, you know, the, that there's friction is not such a big deal necessarily. I mean, it would be great if there wasn't, but mm-hmm. no movement's ever had that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, but the LGBT groups are now, you know, so mm-hmm. much better. They mm-hmm. really are mm-hmm. LGBT groups. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, some of them obviously are more inclusive than others and have more uh, trans staff or trans board members than others. But, you know, I don't know of an LGBT group that doesn't, uh, that doesn't at least think it's trying. Yeah, right. absolutely. And I guess as long as they have some eye on trying, maybe there's some eye on wanting mm-hmm. to make sure mm-hmm. there is there is a bridge in the gap. Now, do you think that uh, in pop culture-wise, the 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 movement, like people like Laverne Cox, this she has such a way of shutting down like an interviewer making it all about one aspect. Mm-hmm. She's so well-spoken. Do you think pop culturally that is helping to move, move things forward maybe quicker than it could be? Oh, I think there's no doubt about that. Yeah. I, you know, I think, first of all, learn, learn, Laverne in particular <laughs> is just, has just been phenomenal. Um, mm-hmm. I, I mean, she has been just such a gift to uh, the trans community. Uh, and I think the pop culture in general, but um, she has really helped people understand who we are. Yeah. She's really helped broaden their understanding of who we are. Even the people who thought they were tolerant or thought yeah. they were yeah. welcoming still had these old-fashioned notions about us being these one-dimensional characters that mm-hmm. were either, you know, drag queens um, or um, yeah, yeah. Or people who were seeking particular medical treatment, mm-hmm. and you know we're, we are maybe all of those things, but you know we're also parents and mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. actors and um, you know dog walkers, yeah, lawyers. And I think that's a very important distinction to make. And um, you know we we're talking about Laverne Cox. She's uh, she has a new thing uh, happening on Logo TV about the letter T, and it's it's following the stories of. Um, trans people and you know the journey and everything they have to go through and so i think that's a very important thing in our culture is to understand that these are people these are people and it does not matter beyond that and i think we a lot of the times get lost in um you know the labels of it the mechanics of it the biology of it but we forget that in the heart it's still us people and um that's 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 what I think this whole movement is about, is it not? Oh, absolutely. You know, there's so many different kinds of trans people, so many mm-hmm. different individuals, and it's actually interesting. There's yeah. only one thing that we all have in common, mm-hmm. and uh, and and I'm so I'm not a typical because I don't think anybody is a typical trans person. But here is the one thing we all have in common that I do too. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to tell it by way of a story. Okay. In yeah. 1959. I was born, but that's mm-hmm. the whole thing. Yeah, that's I'm, all we have in common. I love that. We were all born. <laughs> you were born. That was brilliant. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I, I think you. Mm. You know, I think I remember watching the interview with Katie Couric and mm-hmm. and Laverne Cox, and watching that. I think it's a trap we a lot of people in the public yeah. fall into, which they narrow everything down for a transgender yeah. individual to one specific thing. Yeah. And as you're saying, it's and I think in the gay movement for us as gay men, mm-hmm. we 
for so long we always say, why does the government care about what's going on in my bedroom? They're missing that I am a full-fledged human being. Yes. Yeah. Right. It's the same. And that's what I think is so confusing is why, especially in our own ranks, mm-hmm. why can we not understand that the, the fight is to be human beings, is to be accepted as people, when unfortunately, even in our own ranks, we can mm-hmm. narrow it down mm-hmm. to some Label right. that we has also nothing do to do it, with We it. also do it with people with disabilities. Yes. We yeah. do that to seniors. Absolutely. We do it to youth. Yeah, it and is, we've done um, it to races so many times throughout yeah. history. So many oh, yeah. times. Sadly, yep. it is a human condition. It is that I that I refuse to accept. But yeah. it, <laughs> but it is sadly a human condition. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, there are so many, you know, different aspects of trans people. What do you think about this? I've only seen the first episode, but this this TV show on Amazon Prime. It's called Transparent. Uh, Jeffrey Tambor is the the mm-hmm. lead in that. Judith Light is in it. Um, have you seen it? What do you think about about that? And do you think it it is effectively making a statement and being helpful? Well, the first thing I have to say about that TV show is they have a character named uh, um, uh, boy, a name very similar to mine. I'm Mora. Not I it's M A U R A. I totally lost. <laughs> That's okay. So first, yeah. thing, first thing I want to say is it's inappropriate to spell Mara that way. Yeah. <laughs> see? Um, but um, I actually have not yet been able to see an episode of that show. Okay. I've been yeah. traveling for a few weeks. Yeah, um, you are everything busy. I hear about it has been very positive. Mm-hmm. You know, I've always been a Jeffrey Tambor fan. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, of course, any light on the topic and... Any really exposure to the media is always going to be a good and thing. And I have to say, point. you know, I, I saw the fr- I thought it was amazingly written. Yeah. But I also it's wanted beautiful. to say I know that I'm watching it, you know, through eyes that have not had this journey. Um, but I will say I think it is – I love that it it is a beautiful show. It's so well written. The acting mm-hmm. is amazing. And I love that we are at a place in society that we can have this show. It was like back in the day when, as gay people, I was excited that Ellen came out. Or yeah, I was excited yeah. that we had a whole will and grace. It does feel feel like that to mm-hmm. me. And I really feel like because of people like Laverne Cox, because of Orange is the New Black, society is beginning to reflect what has always been there. And there's finally a voice, mm-hmm. uh, even mm-hmm. more so, out there for everybody to see. I think that's that's I think that's right. I mm-hmm. think what we'd all like to see more of and and this is not by way of criticizing that particular show. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But we would like to see more of all different kinds of trans people. Uh, you know, one of yeah. the yeah. one of the really neat things that's happening right now in this movement or in this moment in the trans movement is is how trans women of color are really stepping forward. Right. And, and gaining voice and, re- and saying some really helpful, smart, amazing mm-hmm, things mm-hmm. and telling their stories and, mm-hmm. and, and being what Laverne Cox calls pop, uh, possibility models mm-hmm, right. um, for other trans women of color. Um, and it's not just Laverne. There's, mm-hmm. you know, there's, there's people like Andy Mara mm-hmm. um, oh, absolutely. who's been writing some really great personal stuff. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and uh, Gina Rossero. Um, who's mm-hmm. a model and a speaker who's been doing some great things. And Fallon Fox, who's a mixed martial arts fighter. And, and of course, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Janet Mock, who has oh, been yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just amazingly yeah. smart and a great writer and really telling her truth 
mm-hmm. in, in ways that happen to be really helpful for all of us. Yeah, and it's I think it's amazing that there are so many out there at this point that feel you know feel okay not only coming out but being right there on the spotlight and having mm-hmm. everyone see because we do uh, as a society need to see the different colors if you will um you know of trans people you know we we have to see that it's not this stereotypical label that we put on them it's not the cookie cutter mold they are still all different people and they all can do all these different things and whether you're transgender woman transgender men it doesn't matter it's you are a person and not only that is you are still a different person you are not just that label you're not just the we are tea. so much more than the sum of our parts as i like to say all there's the that time. Yes. yes right now one of the things though as there's more you know pop culture is becoming mm-hmm. more i guess aware which is making us as a society more aware we also deal with the horrible horrific side of the violence that we it seems to be every week you know yeah. that we see do you think it's just because we have now put more of a spotlight on the transgender uh, movement and the people involved that that's happening or has it always been there? I mean, it's just horrific what you read in the news. Do you think that is a byproduct as we move forward or is it just that we're noticing now? Well, so there definitely are more trans people who are Mm -hmm. um, out as trans people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So even if there was the same amount of per capita violence, violence would increase. Um, But it is also true that, um, you know, violence particularly among low-income trans women of color has always been an epidemic. Um, I mean, it's been an epidemic so much that I I don't think technically you can even call it an epidemic because it's been going on fairly much forever. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But we do notice it better. Um, Trans people stand up more about it. Yeah. Um, call it out, uh, demand that the, the police protect us better. Um, and, you know, in some places that's, that's the reality now. The police are protecting us better. Yeah. And in some yeah. other places the police are the problem. Right, exactly. Um, but, yeah, I don't, I don't know that there's been, I don't mm-hmm. think any of us really knows mm-hmm. that there's been an increase mm-hmm. because it's always been so bad. Right. Um, but, you know, this summer really was the worst, you know, there was a six-week period. It was the worst six-week period we've ever recorded. Wow. Oh my gosh. Yikes. So, you know, and we had five, um, we had five trans women that we know of murdered. Yeah. Um, you know, there's yeah. always all of the ones who we don't know about because exactly. police mm-hmm. miscategorized them or their families miscategorized them. Well, yeah, yeah. So many times it's just it's not brought to attention. And I think a big part of that is the education of it all. You know, we have to educate um, yeah. everybody, everybody on. I mean, even us on, on this show, we know Absolutely. That we need to be yeah. we need to be educated in order to create change. We're lucky enough to live in Spokane, Washington, where our local government made sure in the Human Rights yeah. Commission to yes. add to our city doctrine that there's protections not only for lesbian, gay, and bisexuals, but yeah. specifically in May, made sure that there was a specific section yeah, protecting mm-hmm. transgender people as and, well. Yeah. But we still have to be involved locally. We have to be wanting to to vocalize and be allies to our own people um, yes. To, yes. to move us forward. Um, and I think it starts with conversation, which mm-hmm. is what we always... Uh, promote to have on on our show yeah 
And now a big part of that is, you know, bathroom laws. We have we have a big thing that we see is the bathroom laws where, um, you know, we, we want to give trans people the equal opportunity to choose which bathroom they can use. And a lot of the times that gets a lot of backfire right. from like the such media. It's such a small issue. It is such a small Michelle issue. Michelle Duggar in Arkansas yeah. notoriously did a little phone robot call yeah. uh, dealing with this. Yeah. What and I think that brings up a good point Sergey brings yeah. up. What are the issues that we as even gay people take for granted or don't even see that we would think that should be an issue exactly. bathroom laws. Exactly. What are the things that we maybe well, don't even understand? Well, sure. I mean, here's a couple. Uh number 1, uh trans people are still not mm-hmm. allowed to serve openly in the military. That's right. Even with that's the repeal right. of don't ask don't tell. Yeah. That's Insane. That's not a reality. Second is the bathroom thing. Now, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that, that gay people don't experience that because, frankly, a big, big part of the problem mm-hmm. of people being harassed for using the bathroom happens to um, women who are um, a little butch of center oh, sure. or a lot butch sure. of center. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not entirely, um, you know, lesbians by any means, but... Right. You know, it's, there's certainly a lot of lesbians who really have a serious, um, you know, get serious disrespect and right. um, yeah. violence aimed at them in bathrooms. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the bathroom thing's the thing for us. And, and ID documents is something. You know, most yeah. people in America That's take right. their ID documents right. for, for granted. Um, if you're trans mm-hmm. uh, or a, an immigrant, right. you can't mm-hmm. take your ID documents for granted. And if you're both, you really can't take them for granted. And there are yeah. many laws out there that, in uh, across the states that need to be changed. Absolutely. In order. We mm-hmm. actually talked about a story not that long ago about um, uh, someone in, I think it was Virginia, who mm-hmm. was dealing with that with the DMV because they said, legally, you don't match yeah. what we legally consider. So how yeah. do you go about, how does the center go about battling things like that? Well... There are a lot of great activists around the country sure. who've been working with their DMV, and we've always been happy to support them, and we've worked with quite a lot of them. Um, about half the states now have pretty good policies um, for that. Washington mm-hmm. State is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, the one here in Washington, D.C., the other Washington, is what we all call it. <laughs> yeah. uh, they don't all call it that here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, the policy here is also really great. And there's, you know, sure. about half the states are pretty good. Yeah. Um, and it's just a question of convincing the DMVs usually that this is an ideological issue. Yeah, this is yeah. about people's yeah. ability to live their lives, to open bank accounts and, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. you know, access uh, health care services and, you know, buy a drink at a bar right. um, yeah, in a safe yeah. um, way. And, and frankly, it wouldn't. It just it does not do anybody, police, the government, or anybody, any good to have me walking around with an M on my driver's license. Yeah. Right? Um, that would just confuse the cops more. Right. Exactly. Um, so exactly. We're getting there. We just have to keep keep up the education, and there's a lot of people right. doing that. Right. Well, and another thing, uh, I think. I mean, we're headed there. We're headed there as a movement. Um, the LGBT movement oh, yeah. is definitely getting there. And another thing that I would love to see personally is uh, trans people in politics. I mean, we've heard we've now started seeing a lot of openly gay, openly lesbian, openly bi mayors and 
um, you know, people in, in the government and Senate. And I would love to see more and more trans people um, or even gender nonconforming or different, you know, queer gender, wh- whatever you have. You know, I'd love to see the different people up there in the politics. Yeah, representing us. Yeah. Yeah, we still haven't had a transgender state legislator, an openly out transgender legislator. Exactly. We came really, really this close, uh, and really, really close this year in Oklahoma City. Mm -hmm. A wonderful candidate named Paula Sophia, who lost by 22 votes in the Democratic primary in a a very strong Democratic district whose last two representatives were uh, a gay man and a lesbian. Oh, wow. A very progressive district. Um, so yeah. we're going to see we're going to see people continue to step up and sure, um, sure. you know we we do need to you know, you know there are two two candidates running this year for Congress now both mm-hmm. of them um, I'll be generous and say have very uphill battles <laughs> yeah um, right. one's a Republican candidate in San Diego and one's a Democratic wow. candidate in Minnesota uh-huh. um, oh my. Yeah, um, they... but they you know they stood up. <laughs> They ran for election. They won their primary, um, and oh, that's good. a big yeah. deal. Um, yeah, that's that's huge. Uh, I, you know, we will see if they can win. They're both, you know, the handicappers now are not giving them both much chance. But yeah. Yeah. Right, but ten years ago, I don't think we thought oh, we yeah. would oh, yeah. we would see Liver and Cox, you know, being so successful. You know, so much can change. Mm-hmm. in the blink of an eye that I and maybe I just try to err on the side of hope but it does give me hope that you know I believe nothing changes if nothing changes and I I I believe things are changing so I think we can see this happen you know very quickly in the next few years and that's yeah. exciting because we're supposed to you know especially in politics but in media it's mm-hmm. supposed to reflect the people and I think even though there's a lot to fight and there's a long way yes. to go, I think we're starting to be better at it, you know, with all of these things. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Um, so I had a really quick question. This is a little bit, you know, off off our course, but I've I've wondered for, for a little bit now. Um, you know, people approach me as, as a gay man. They approach me, and um, oftentimes they'll have questions about trans people, and I sometimes don't have the answers, obviously, um, because I don't know all the answers. So uh, now that we have you on the phone, I'd love to ask you um, just, just you know, what are some of the etiquette and terms that are good to use or not good to use? And also a right. uh, question I get a lot is the difference between gender identity, gender expression, and sexual identity. And I've, I've, I've researched that a little bit, but I'd, I'd love some clarity on that. Sure. Well, let me tell you the number one etiquette, and, yeah. and really the only important etiquette you need to know. Yeah. And and that is, to quote the late Dr. Angelou, oh. when someone tells you who they are, believe them the oh. first time. Right. And right. and that's really important, you know, in, in yeah. all aspects of life. When yeah. someone tells you they are poor or hungry or um, hmm. hurt at something you said, yeah. believe yeah. them. And when trans people tell you who they are, believe them. Sure. We have, uh, you know, if you just follow the, the golden rule and it's trans corollary, everything's okay. The golden rule, of course, is treat people as you'd like to be treated. Yes. Right? And the trans corollary to that is treat trans men as men, treat trans women as mm-hmm. women, and yeah. treat people who tell yeah. you that they're non-binary 
and, and don't fully mm-hmm. identify either way, mm-hmm. right. um, as they want to be treated. Um, you know, that's yeah, that's that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, and it takes out that you know we we hear a lot of ignorant people um, everywhere anymore. But um, we it takes out that I'm not asking like as a gay man mm-hmm. when I when someone says, "Well, I don't understand your order." I'm not asking for you to understand me. Yeah. I'm asking yeah. for you to respect me, for you yep. to understand. And I think first of all, it, Maya Angelou, I love that you quoted her because I yeah. I live by her. And I think that's an important thing for us to remember. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think as you as you look at our community as the LGBT community, as you look at, you know, as you're out there in D.C. working for transgender rights, what do you wish that it seems like people don't seem to understand most of the time? Mm-hmm. What do you wish you could say uh, that you want people to understand? Huh, that's a really good question. I think what I'd want people to understand right now mm-hmm. is we're here. Um, we are demanding our rights. We are demanding that people um, yeah. respect us, treat us civilly. And um, when we don't get treated properly, we will stand up yeah. for each other and ourselves. And um, and all of this is inevitable. Um, you know, it's like marriage equality right now, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. and and the Washington football team not renaming itself uh, right. Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. Um, it's inevitable, and sometimes things are just inevitable, and you can fight mm-hmm. them all you want, but if if the only reason you have for fighting them is that it's not how it used to be, or it's not how right. you were told it was as a child, um, you're wrong. And yeah. I just want yeah. you to understand it's inevitable. Mm-hmm. And you ought to you ought to move on and modernize yourself. Exactly, uh, Absolutely. and just treat people with respect. Rename your damn football team. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I mean, I just cannot believe that guy is fighting this. He's yeah, yeah, so no. lost already. It's, yeah, I mean, and just like you know, why? a governor now refusing to do marriage equality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, at this point, it's just political yes. and mean and expensive. And mm-hmm. it's a waste of energy and resources that we can use for better yep. things. Yeah. Yeah, that we can use. I yeah. always, I like to tell people, um, I lived in Oklahoma for a while and um, ground zero for, for gay rights especially, and I used to tell people, you can either stand in the way of history or get out of the way and let us move forward because whether we drag you kicking and screaming it is going to change. Mm-hmm. And because you're right, That's it right. is inevitable. So you can be part of the movement or just get out of the way because it, we're coming through. Yeah. Yeah. You know, by the way, you might find this interesting. The LGBT Center in Tulsa. Yes. There's also a really great one in Oklahoma City. There is. I worked um, at the one in Tulsa. Oh, cool. But the one in Tulsa is, is one of the handful of biggest in the country. Yes, isn't that crazy? And you would never think. Yeah. And I like to say because we're we're where we are oppressed the most, we are also it brings out that spirit of I will survive, you know. And I think that's why we have these movements happening. As you look at the road ahead for transgender equality and rights, what do you see coming down the road like next that you think is going to be mm-hmm. the next big big step? Well, I think most people around the country don't understand this is a little more true for trans people than for gay people but it's also true for gay people we now believe that according to federal law it is illegal to discriminate against trans people in employment housing 
education, and health care. Mm-hmm. It, is, it is just mm-hmm. illegal. Yeah. Yes. Now, not yeah. everybody, not every employer knows that employment, employment discrimination is illegal, but it is. It, yes. And not every state has a state law, but the federal government has federal laws, mm-hmm. and, and we're protected. Now, we still need to pass federal legislation that explicitly protects us based on sexual orientation and gender identity. Right. Um, you know, basically, ENDA, the bill that we've been working on for 20-plus years, is being right. scrapped. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It is not going to pass mm-hmm. um, this year. And and if it's introduced next year, it'll only be because some members of Congress insist on doing it. Exactly. But yep. movement-wise, we are scrapping that. We're going we're gonna to create a, a better bill Um I, you know, I, I don't speak for the whole movement, mm-hmm. but I am mm-hmm. very hopeful that we're going to get together and, and write an amazing bill that we can all be really, really proud of that um, I'm advocating should protect more than just in employment, but it should also include things like education and credit exactly. and housing and public accommodation yeah, and exactly. government funding. I mean, and if we're so going to do it, do it right. people should watch for that. Yes. I yes. love that. And that is something we need to... As mm-hmm. just human beings, yes, need to be behind yes. and know that it's happening and support no matter where we're at. I think it's amazing that there are people like you out there who are, you know, and even mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. who have radio shows. I mean, that we are out there trying to make the changes to make just life be life for all of us. Yep. Oh, well, I, I am so thankful yeah. for you guys yeah. and for all the people I work with. Perfect. Well, we thank you so much for coming on, and um, this was very exciting. Educating yeah, us. educating us, talking to us all about. Um, oh my gosh, I'm so happy to be on. Yeah, National Center for Transgender Equality. That's, and it's yeah, perfect. And we have been wanting this interview yes, for a very long time. So very you long taking time. the time out there in I, what I know is a very busy life for you. We well definitely... for you guys too. So let me know anytime you want us on. We're happy to help. Okay, we're Perfect. gonna we're gonna be talking to you a lot then. Mm-hmm. So yeah. thank wonderful. you, thank you, Mara, so much. You have a wonderful Sunday. Thank you both. Bye bye. Bye bye. Again, if you're listening, this is outspoken, and we were just talking to Mara Kiesling. She is the founding executive director of the National Center for Transgender Equality, which is a national social justice organization devoted to ending discrimination and violence against transgender people. What's very hard about that interview is we could go for hours. Yeah, there because is because there's lot, so a lot much to talk we want about. to talk about, and Mara is very easy to to talk to, and she's very knowledgeable. Yeah, she's so very great. We do look forward to having her on in the future. Yeah, this was um, just the beginning. Yeah, that was the yeah. very first conversation of many we will have, right? And many to come. Many we hope everyone out there will have as well. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's important for us to you know to talk about that. We don't we don't mention well, the T quite we as don't. often, and now that it's it's coming out in in the media. I mean, uh, we've said Laverne Cox's name like a hundred times, but right. it's it's because she's you know the biggest the biggest star out there. She's on the forefront, and we yeah. have a lot a lot of trans people out there uh, fighting fighting for their rights, just as we are right. fighting for and ours. As, you know, as she helped to enlighten us, there are yeah. more things. The bathroom laws that you brought up, yeah, um, yeah, you know, making sure that the it, they're safe in employment as a transgender individual. The ID thing. I mean, yeah. how crazy is it that the driver, the DOV doesn't want you to um, put put lipstick on because it says right. male on there. The M, 
you know, as yes, and she it. was basically saying what what we were saying a few weeks back, which is, yeah. listen, it's just going to confuse the issue. If the police need to know exactly. things, then they need to know who I am and how I identify. Yeah, because it's not going to help them if they're looking for someone who isn't how exactly. I identify. You know, exactly. I mean, it's just it makes logical sense. But as we have talked yeah. a lot in this yeah. last two hours, not a lot of logic happens when people are <laughs> are ignorant. Um, but she's been working hard since 2003 and oh, before, yeah. I'm sure, in life, but with this uh, National Center for Transgender Equality. And yeah. we're excited that she took time. There's a lot more questions that we have. I know so there's a lot of questions out there yeah. in in our listening world. And so we do want to have her back on, and we would love to start collecting your questions. I wanted to know if she feels – I have spoken to uh, many transgender individuals who have shared with me – uh, many men who have shared mm-hmm. with me that they love Laverne Cox, but they feel like their side. There's not someone who is equally speaking out. There's Chaz yeah. Bono, but Chaz Bono tends to be very shy. That's uh, true. Shies away from a lot of the media attention. Um, well, I mean, if if your mother is Cher, then right. I think right. you've had a lot well, passed and I down think already. She makes but, a yeah. good point as well in the fact that there are many, as many different transgender Absolutely. people as there are gay people as we there are, are all people. just people yeah yeah we're all just yeah. human beings and we all have different and there's it, there's mm-hmm. more to being a gay man than what i do in the bedroom there's more to being transgender than what yeah. is in the the your your genital place yeah um, way more <laughs> it's more the heart of us as people it's, is it's our true. heart our yeah. souls and so as so. we continue on i really hope to see a prominent transgender male um, just like Laverne Step Cox, up. yeah, up there. And I'd love, 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 love to see trans people in politics. I love that Abs- you brought that up. That's And there have been, you know, in different areas, like we're seeing CEOs yeah. uh, everywhere now, um, transgender, exactly. successful CEOs. Yeah. And it is time it's, that we see transgender in politics. I will say I, I was a little shocked that she mentioned Oklahoma City. Yeah. And that 22 votes away from what? being having a transgender uh, representative, I think that's amazing because I live mm-hmm. down in mm-hmm. Oklahoma and I'm not used to them being progressive. Yeah, so. <laughs> that was, I, I expected that maybe from, uh, you know, Washington, New York. Right. Delaware. And I love that she knows nope. about oh, okay. Tulsa's Equality Center because... Well, if it's the if it's so big, then I'm... Yeah, wow. it's one of the largest um, ones in the country. Yeah. And yeah. I remember working there and thinking that's crazy, but I do believe it's because where you are oppressed the most, sure. uh, people will speak the loudest. Sure. Because we get, I'm sorry, we get apathetic. In Washington, we do, we have so many rights. We get apathetic for... What everybody else has. We just yeah. want to relax. Yeah. We had this wonderful discussion yesterday about voting Republican when you're gay. <laughs> so, which is going to be our, our bullhorn next week. Because you are hovering say, over the red panic button. It is. And the, the yeah. point is we're tired and we want yeah. voting to be about, you know, all these other issues. But the yes. point is if the main ish platform for the group that you're voting for is that you have no rights, mm-hmm. then it really yeah. trumps. Yeah. Everything else. It really does. Even if you get those things, it's not going to count to you if yeah. your government just told you you don't Absolutely. count as a first class citizen. And don't throw your vote away. And as we learned today, our producer, the Schmier, doesn't even <laughs> vote. He hasn't we're voted call- for 20 we're, years. We're calling him out. Because, calling him out right there. Because we're going we're gonna to actually televise him walking to the polls. Yeah. This will be a big moment this November. But I will say, he said he was thinking about voting now. Well, good, but did good. we get credit? No. Yeah. <laughs> no, we did not. Yeah. But Brad Freelia s- <laughs> and John Snyder, you got credit. Yeah. You're welcome <laughs> Which, for having you on the conversation. 
Thanks for joining the show. Thank you for changing our producer. Yeah, thank you. He's going to kill us later and also resign, I think. He's he's done. Well, he's done with us. We won't let him. Yeah, we'll vote for it because that's how democracy works. Power to the people. I love it. But we did, you know, we do talk a lot about things. I will say that interview was nerve-wracking for me, not during it because she was lovely. Oh, yeah. Um, But I will say I was nervous coming up Mm -hmm. to it Mm -hmm. because there tends to be – in the media, how it is portrayed is a very sensitivity issue yeah. when trying yeah. to learn about things that, that we don't understand because we're not transgender, that um, in the media there has been a lot of sensitivity. I yeah. do, I, yeah. and I'm sad that I didn't get to ask her. I wanted to ask her about interviews and things and how it has uh, affected them yeah. when they have yeah. people like Piers Morgan on CNN being absolutely Pierce ignorant Morgan, yeah. in such an aggressive way uh, towards transgender people Specifically, and, yeah. you know, Fox News and all of these things that are out there. I wanted to ask how she feels that frames the well, movement exactly. for the transgender. And uh, again, we have so many center. questions we're going to have to ask. A, so we're going to have to come back. Yeah. But and I think some of it is you get that knot in your stomach like, OK, we're going to going to ask this. We're gonna see. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, that's and it's true. funny because as she said, she's saying, yeah. let's just treat each other. Like we want yeah. to be treated. Let's my be respectful. My favorite thing, my favorite thing, when people tell you who they are, believe them. Oh, Maya Angelou. I know. I love Maya, and I and love she's amazing. that Mara said that yeah. and yeah. completely agree. It's the whole namaste attitude. It, it's, if it, yeah. When I tell much. you who I am, believe me. Absolutely. You know, if a transgender person comes up to you and, and you they tell you their truth, yeah. It is not your job to question nope. their truth. Nope. It is your job to respect and accept. To say, okay. That that is their truth. Yes, you And are. so treat them as such. Exactly. Um, and it's a beautiful lesson that, let me tell you, not everybody learns. That's true. But we all do it. And I love, you know, we have said many times the transgender mm-hmm. movement, as, although it is part of LGBT, their movement is finally where we were 20 years ago. So they it's need our support. There, yeah. uh, they need our support mm-hmm. to continue to move mm-hmm. forward because their battle is um, in some ways just the beginning, and in some ways they've come a long way. Um, oh, yeah, well, but yeah. yeah, but I, you know, they're part of they're part of humanity, and it's so great. That's what we need to work for. So as we wind down, we're going yes. to uh, play another one of Mary Lambert's song. Remember her new album drops on the fourteenth. Mm-hmm. Hard on we're my sleeve. Very excited to we, talk about that. We so. are reviewing that album, so I know. It, please, and I'll tell you, I've that. listened to it a few times now. Uh-huh. It's a great album. Yeah, so, it's really good. But wait till I tell you my in-depth feelings on it. Oh, I know you want to read that article. It's going to be great. <laughs> All right, so this is Chasing the Moon by Mary Lambert. What's up, y'all? This is Bob Creek. We listen to Outspoken on KYRS. <laughs> Thank you, Bob Creek. We for uh, taking she's our so listeners back. Yeah, she's amazing. Right. And I always lip sync it when she does it. I'm always talking. It's because yeah. I love the last okay. <laughs> okay. So I'm always, I'm always doing that. We love yeah. it. We love all of our guests. This has been a packed show. We had Caswell in the first hour. We had Mara Kiesling from the uh, National Center for Transgender Equality out of D.C. In the second hour, it's just been insane. Very excited for next week's show. We have the first out lesbian mayor of Houston, Texas. Mayor Anise Parker is going to be joining us. Uh, that's basically our National Coming Out mm-hmm. Day show because on the 11th day before is National Coming Out Day. so Which is awesome. Also, don't forget, October 9th is Spirit Day where we wear purple. I was trying to remember that the other day. Yeah. Okay. So Spirit Day is Spirit on the 9th, day. and it's in support of the children. Yeah. But 
the children. Mark, um, Sol- Mark Solomon brought that up to we'll us have when we were doing for Facebook for Freedom to Marry. That, yeah. So you know what? If you want to know, we want you to do a little bit of work. So yeah. go find out why it's Spirit Day. Yeah. Because we know, but we're not going to tell, tell you. We're not going to tell you. There it is. Scalia. There you Scalia. are, Judge Scalia. All right. Um, so please join us next week um, as we uh, interview Mayor Anise Parker and as we debut our uh, mm-hmm. Mary Lambert yeah, um, review, review because it'll be out that Tuesday following that show. Yeah. Remember, this week, if you want something fun to do, go to our Performing Arts Center where you can watch National Geographic Live. That's it's right. going to be happening on uh, Tuesday night. Go get your tickets. It's going to be a lot mm-hmm. of fun. If your kids love documentaries, love watching They're Nat Geo, love and They're they want to talk to the scientists who are actually doing these things, that's your chance. Mm-hmm. So you can do it there. So as always, we appreciate you listening. Please, in the future, call in. Um, and we'll take your calls on the air. But until then, I think we're wrapping it up uh, for this Sunday. So please, you can always email us, tweet us. Uh, we're always out there. Until then, stay on KYRS. <laughs>